Hello and welcome to another episode of Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I'm your host, Marshanae Sullivan, and I would like to thank you for having the chance to tune in and listen to this uh, podcast, which is inspired by the Holy Spirit to bless your soul and enrich you with understanding the Word of God as we take the time to go and read biblical scripture so that you may come into the knowledge of obtaining and growing in the grace of God and learning his word for yourself because the bible says to study to show thyself approved so it's important that you're studying that you're listening to the word of God so that you can grow and mature in your spirit man which is your inner man and today i would like to welcome you to an episode where we're still talking about uh, the mindset and so as you're shifting your mindset into the new year which has come and we're living in it and operating in this year 2022 we're looking forward to doing amazing things for the lord and the only way we can do that is we have to have a new and a renewed mindset. And when when we take a moment to think about it on this beautiful day of uh, January the 7th, 2022, on this beautiful Friday, we can take pleasure in thinking about the appearance of Jesus as a reminder to keep our, hum- our hearts humble before the Lord and before others. And so when we think about Jesus' appearance, the prophet Isaiah actually give us a lot of insight on how to think of Jesus' appearance. And when we're reading, we're going to go to Isaiah in our text today. We're going to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, and we're going to listen to how the prophet Isaiah was actually talking about Jesus uh for coming into the world before jesus actually came on the scene this prophet had declared that jesus birth was going to happen and he describes it in such a way that really captured the heart of god's people and it embraces us to listen to this prophet in such a way that we can hear and understand and have a sentimental heart towards Jesus' first appearance and all of the things that Jesus has done for us. It should stop us in our everyday lives and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for the great things that you have done for me. And I thank you for enabling me, my heart, in my life to do greater things for your glory lord because we must understand that our life does not belong to us but our lives truly belong to the lord so open your bibles get your pens get your notepads and if you're in the car driving just listen and ask the lord for this message to bless you so we're in isaiah 53 and we're gonna start in verses 1 chapter 53 and it reads who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the lord been revealed it's in other words it's saying who is going to believe our message 
and who has this revelation been revealed to? The revelation about Jesus Christ. In verse 2 says, He grew up before him like a tender shoot. Now Isaiah is describing how Jesus is going to come and he's going to grow. But this tender shoot that Isaiah is speaking of, he's comparing that to a plant, which is symbolic to a plant. And when you think about a shoot of a plant, it starts off a very, very, very small, and then it it begins to grow. Now, when Jesus came into the world, he was a tender shoot, you know, but even as he grew, he was really in danger in danger because remember how King Herod wanted to kill him before he can even be planted. And even when you think about the Israelites, they were shoots at some point too because they were in danger of losing their lives. And many of them had been bound in slavery and so many things. But when Jesus came as a baby, right? He was undergoing a lot of turmoil even before he could be established, if you will. And Isaiah goes on to say, and like a root out of dry ground. Like a root out of dry ground signifies how much impact that he was going to have in this world. But yet sometimes we, we as we read that, we, we really don't understand the severity what Isaiah was really speaking of. But I want to give you a definition that will help you. Because when you think of a shoot, the part of a plant, it really comes up above the ground when it's just beginning to grow or if it develops new limbs. And usually a shoot starts growing at certain parts of the year. And sometimes they will often appear in the month of February. I don't know why. But Jesus came unexpectedly. And when he came, God had a plan for Jesus. And so Isaiah has prophesied these these things that they were going to come and, and they were indeed going to happen and take place. But based on all of these uh, speculations and everything, Isaiah also provides a description of Jesus and how he looked as he had already prophesied his death. And one of the things that Isaiah, I love as you're reading Isaiah 53, that he really speaks of is in the second verse, he said, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. There was nothing great about Jesus. As far as his outer appearance goal that this prophet is talking about here to attract the hearts of man to him. He also says in verse 3, he was despised and rejected by mankind. He was known Jesus was despised and rejected. And the reason why is because he undergone events of pain and grief, of loneliness, so that humans, the heart of man, he can relate to us and understand our needs, understand 
the things that we struggle with from day to day. And so Jesus understood this. And again, nothing in his appearance was desirable for the heart of man. It was nothing about him that really wanted to attract us. And Isaiah was reminding us that he was rejected. Jesus experienced a lot before his birth. Jesus experienced a lot doing uh his ministry, doing great things for his father and wanting to his for his father to be glorified and then experience those things. Jesus had undergo a lot of suffering. Just like we will undergo sufferings, trials, we will be tested. The Bible speaks of persecution. Many of us will be persecuted because of our faith and because we profess Jesus as our Lord. We will endure hardships just like Jesus did. But Isaiah helps us to understand that when we think of the majesty of who God was, it helps us to understand Jesus in a more sentimental way. Because Jesus was known in verse 3 as a man of suffering. It says a man of suffering and and he was very familiar with pain. So when you hear people often speak words such as nobody understands nobody can relate to me well that's a lot because Jesus understands everything that we're going through even before we go through Jesus can sympathize with us he can empathize with us because he knows what it's like to be in every state he knows what it's like to lose people you love he knows what it's like to to be hungry. Jesus knew these things. He knew what it was like to be hated, despised, to be spit on. He knew what it was like to be betrayed. Anything in this world that you can think of going through, guess what? Jesus has already gone through it. And he's the example that we should look to and and not allow our hearts to become hardened because we will face at some point in our Christian walk trials or tribulations or we will encounter seasons of suffering. But in the way that Isaiah puts it, is he's wanting us to understand who Jesus is. Verse 3 continues on. It says, like one from whom people hid their faces and he was despised and we held him in low esteem. The people during Jesus' day and time, just like even today, people have heard the stories but still refuse to listen and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. They rejected Jesus. They they held him to a low standard. They didn't want to believe who he portrayed himself to be. They, They mocked him. They, they made fun of him. They mocked him on the cross. They crucified him. They spit in his face. They denied his truth. And many even today are still doing the same things. Just as the Pharisees and the people, the Jewish 
people of Jesus' day, many of them rejected, while others chose to believe because they saw the great miracles happening. But the appearances of Jesus, some can really relate to. Many who have been despised or rejected, who don't often look like what people want them to look like, who don't fit in with society, many can 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 sympathize even with how the prophet is describing this Jesus and and he paints the picture here so that we can understand that Jesus life was not by any means perfect but in the eyes of his father it was perfect because he brought glory and honor to his father but Isaiah paints a picture for us to understand that Jesus being symbolic to a plant and his birth and 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 how his appearance looked was nothing that people wanted to to look at and and say oh i really want to know him but instead isaiah lets us know that this man was truly despised by by the human race mankind he was hated and one thing that when you think of Jesus' appearance, I want you to associate Jesus' appearance with your own sins because it reminds us that Jesus, in the fourth verse, it says, Surely he took up our pain and he bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God. So many people thought that everything that Jesus did for us, that he was the punishment. But when we think of it, he was not the punishment by God. He was the blessing. Because guess what? Because of what Jesus did, God, uh, he, he took the penalty of death that we deserve. And he bore it for us. Nobody else could have done what Jesus did for us on the cross. And, and the Bible says in Isaiah verse 4, it says, Yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. Jesus took the penalty that we deserve for all the human race. He did it just for us. And it made me think of that song, Donnie McClurkin, Just For Me. Jesus came and did it. Jesus did it. Nobody else could have done what Jesus did for us on Calvary. Verse 5 says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our inequities. And the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And therefore by his wounds we are healed. Because Jesus bore sickness on the cross any affliction whatever we may be battling with jesus dealt with it on the cross long ago and so that's why there's so much power in jesus name because anybody who call on the name of the lord and believe that he is who he say he is not only will they be saved but they will be made new they will be made whole and so Jesus' appearance 
helps us to be mindful of even some of the things or the struggles of this life that we will encounter that we will encounter and it helps us as servants of and children of God to be prepared to suffer and understand that even our lives as we're reflecting that of Christ we will encounter some mistreatments our life is not going to be perfect we will go through long suffering we will experience pain we will experience rejection but the Bible gives us hope because it is the evidence and the Bible reassures us that when we suffer guess what God is going to to be with us. God is going to give us something that will help us to endure the suffering. And and, and there are some scriptures that I want you to think of. 1 Peter 3.14 tells us, But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. And as I think of the world today, and I think of what Isaiah spoke about, that we just read about Isaiah 53 and Jesus' appearance and how he was rejected. And 1 Peter 3 and 14 reminds us, it says, but even if you, if you should suffer for what is right, a lot of people are suffering, but not for what is right. And many are suffering for what is right and they're being mistreated, despised, hated, But the Bible says that when you do suffer for what is right, you are blessed. And the Bible in this scripture reassures us in 1 Peter 3.14, do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. So suffering has its place in our lives. But God helps us to understand that through Jesus, we're not to fear suffering because we're overcomers. And 1 Peter 4 and 1 absolutely reminds us, it says, Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, we are to arm ourselves. Because guess what? It says, also armed yourself with the same attitude. We're talking about a mindset here. Suffering is a mindset. It's not that you suffer, but it's your attitude in the suffering. Because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. So you develop a new mindset. Loneliness doesn't make you angry anymore. Because you're suffering. If you're lonely or you hurt, you understand that it's to the glory of the Lord. But the last very thing that I I want to close with here is that we can rejoice in our sufferings too. And we don't have to be uh, feeling tied down by the enemy in our sufferings for God's glory. Because it says in Colossians 1 and 24, it says, Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you. And I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regards to God's affliction. For the sake of the body, which is the church. Which is the church. Jesus laid down his life. 
for a friend and for the body because he reflects that of the church. And we should also lay down our lives and know that this Christian walk is not an easy walk. There will be some suffering that we will have to experience whether we want to or not. But in the suffering, there is great hope. And I want you to reflect back to the scripture of Isaiah 53 and what he talked about in describing Jesus and all that he went through. This this, this uh, should remind you each and every day and help your mindset to know that suffering is not bad. In fact, suffering is a blessing, especially when you're suffering for the right things. Or even those around you may be suffering. I encourage you to continue to pray and continue to press in the spirit, knowing that your suffering and your work for the Lord is not in vain. Whether it's sickness, whether it's experiencing death or whatever ailments that you you had depression low self-esteem separation divorce betrayal whatever the suffering is knowing and understanding that God is with you in the suffering and the very scripture that I've experienced a lot of suffering in my own life. But that was one scripture that really helped me to get through. And that scripture says that uh, when we pass through the waters, guess what? God is going to be with us. It was in Isaiah 43 and 2. God said that when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you, meaning they will not overtake you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and the flames will not set you ablaze. God knows that we're going to have to go through some fire. But guess what? We need to arm our hearts and our minds and our spirits to know that if God was with Jesus during his suffering, which is that was his only son, that God is going to be with us in our suffering. And I pray that this message will bless you as you continue to walk in the year 2022 in love and hope and in faith and with your life surrendered to the Lord. Let the Lord use you for his glory. And I pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. May God bless you and may this message empower you to draw near to the Lord and trust that he has a special, special plan for you, even in your suffering. Blessings unto you and thank you again for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. And um, I also would like for you to write to me if you would like prayer or you just want to write, please send me a letter and we would love to pray for you 
uh, please write to me. You can write. Our P.O. Box is 1391 Jonesboro, Georgia 30237. So just send a letter, whether you're listening near, far, wherever you are, feel free to write. I'm working on the website so you you will have access to write or post a comment. But we would love to pray for you, pray for you, and just pray that the Lord will continue to bless you and make his face shine so brightly upon you. Again, thank you for listening and God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.